in today's session, we basically we're talking about uh, developing good work ethic and opportunity. And so, indeed, when we, you know, take advantage of each and every day, every day God has given us another opportunity to breathe in uh, life, air, his breath, amen, the breath of life. And so we have another day to live for God and to do our best doing the little things. And indeed, when we do the little things today, amen, we can create opportunity. We don't have to wait for tomorrow, but we can do it today doing the little things. You may say, well, I don't have that much. or I don't have the right connection, but do the little things starting with what you have. So, Father God, we praise you for what we got. And begin to work on uh, yourself, improving yourself, speaking the right words. Yes, this is what you do to create your tomorrow. This is what you can do today. Amen. Begin to speak the right words, work on yourself, the little things, and develop new habits. Just exactly what we're talking about, making the connection. You do this by making the connection, plug it into God. And you develop, you know, good habits. Um, And and, and God, he'll deliver you from these bad habits. Uh, You know, you do the little things to uh, get rid of bad habits. And so as we do these things, yes, you're cooperating with what God has already set in place from the foundation of the world to bring in your manifestation, to create your tomorrow to move towards the vision you progress towards the goal the ultimate goal that God has for your life and so indeed when we do these little things yes uh, we're creating tomorrow today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want Mm -hmm. every day is an opportunity so take courage Believe God, trust God, and, you know, do your best. Bend over backwards, doing your best for God, pleasing God as you, you know, move out doing the works that he's calling you to do. Amen. So let's go into it. And these kids are on a whole nother level. You know, as they grow up, it's like, you know, they're around their, their, their you know, their, their friends. And, 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 you know, it can be boring, you know, because they're thinking on a whole nother level. And so I just believe, you know, this is another way. Yes, as sure as the dead, you know, they, they've been over the system and, and they've set it up for us to believe in a certain way. We've been dumbed down. And so... um I just believe, yes, we need to begin to um, change that that way of thinking. And, you know, begin to instill in our children the value of working and, and, and preparing for the world of work. You know, because indeed, I mean, this is going to be your life. I mean, depending on what you do. You know, what you choose to do for your life, you know, I mean, it's going to, I mean, 
is whether you eat is going to be based on how well you do what you do, how well you work, having good work ethics, right? And so this need to be instilled in us as children instead of going outside and playing. You know, I believe, you know, there should be balance. You shouldn't overwork your children, you know, aspiring, aspiring to teach them, you know, how to actually get out there, preparing them to get out there and, and, and work. You know, some people, they, they do this and then they go overboard. And so it, it needs to be balanced. But when I think about, you know, my childhood, you know, I was out playing. I went to school. I came home, did a little homework, and I went outside to play to be with my best friend, you know. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, I thank God for what I got. But, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And so you've gotten much. You've received much as, you know, being older and and, and uh, preparing to be parents. So you can give this to your children uh, and, and give them a more balanced life and prepare them for the world of work starting as children. So, you know, I know you've seen articles where you got these little children. They are out working. They got their lemonade, you know, staying or what have you. That's, that's, that's a good thing, you know, because you're preparing them and they'll be more confident when, Actually, when they begin to, um, you know, when they grow up and, and they have to work for themselves, anything can happen. Anything can happen even as a child. And so that's why this knowledge and this attitude about work, it should be even instilled as children and not just, you know, playing with baby dolls and, and you know, all of this, you know. And so we need to instill learning and a little, you know, information on, you know, working working for yourself and, and, and even if it's just doing chores around the house. Yes. Do you understand me? That that's 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 very important. So um the idea of waiting to until you go to college to gain experience and you know the experience of earning a living for yourself, that just really sucks. That's just not the best idea. That's that's you know that's dumb it down I believe um it's propaganda that has been instilled in us and it's not uh you know it's not looking out for our best interest you know teaching our children in this manner to wait and have fun and play and, and all this are you following me so um so the thought for today when you consider opportunity and even starting as children, you know, developing that work ethic, that work ethic, you know, ethics. The, oppor- the, 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 the thought for today I want you to meditate on is don't wait for opportunity, but create it. We got to create it and we can begin creating opportunity every day with the little things that we do. And so I'm employing this today, today. What can you do today, you know, doing the little things, you know, as it relates to your spiritual life, as it relates to, uh, you know, the vision that you have for your life? What can I do today? And so uh, we need to think about opportunity because indeed it is all around us and we can create opportunity. We can create a set of circumstances and uh, it'll take us to another level. We can do it with God, you know, when we Make the connection and make our prayers plugging into God. Indeed, we can do this.
And so opportunity, you know, is all around us. It is a set of circumstances and, and it, that's going to determine, you know, the set of circumstances. You have out, uh, an outside uh, force that's, you know, that's happening. But all of that, even what's coming from outside, is it's gonna be it's gonna be based on what you're doing every day. What's coming out of your mouth, you know, you create opportunity. You can draw those things that God has for you based on what you do today, what you do, you know, uh, what you're speaking on, uh, just self improvement. You know, we've been talking about that. That's a p- part of. You know, going the extra mile when you work on yourself. And so, uh, it's no excuse. It's, you got things to do um, as you prepare to meet opportunities. And so, we prepare for opportunities a lot of times in a difficult place. This is what was going on with the children of Israel. I want you to get this in your head. When they were going through the wilderness, they were complaining. But, you know, we don't complain. We need to have a good attitude and uh, just be open for, um, you know, to learn. Because, indeed, in the wilderness, God, he's, he's going to feed you. You know, he's going to prepare you to go over into your Canaan land. Okay? And so you got to, you know, you got to have the right perspective. You got to look at things right. Because when you think about the children of Israel, they, they went over there. And, and they weren't prepared. You know why they weren't prepared? Because they didn't do the little things. See, most of those people that complained and they had a bad report, they weren't they weren't uh, plugged in in the wilderness. They were complaining all the time. And so those people weren't prepared. But who was prepared? Who had a different report? Joshua and Caleb. They had a different report. So we can get these people. And at the end of the day, these you know, are the people that went over. They led the children of Israel after they died in the wilderness. Their parents died in the wilderness. They led the children over into the promised land, the Canaan land. All right? And so in the wilderness, in a difficult place, you know, we got to keep the right attitude. All right? And uh, just be grateful and thankful and do all those little things that God is requiring of us because indeed those little things and, and, and those instructions that God has given you is going to prepare you to take out. In closing, as you move forward, progressing, Towards the vision, towards the goal, the opportunity that God has for you. I want us to uh, meditate on this scripture here over in James chapter 4, starting at verse 7. It says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. If you got a problem being double-minded, wavering back and forth, 
God said, purify your hands. Purify your hands. Enter into the presence of God. Put it on his divine nature. Verse 9, be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. This is powerful. This is a powerful word. And so basically, God, he's showing you his way. In this fallen world, in this world where devils have dominated, he said, you know, as you enter into my way of doing things, he's, he's saying here, your laughter indeed can turn into mourning. Prepare for this. You know, if it happens, you know, just be okay. But as long as God is with you, stay in the presence. Stay at the table of the Lord, feasting with him. Because he's going to show you some things, setting you up for opportunity. You are progressing towards opportunity. All right. And so you got to stay in it. And so these are the secret things. People, they go following God and they got uh, these expectations, you know, as a result of looking at people in the world. And so you need to get your expectation from God. That's why God, he encourages us to study, study and show yourself approved the word of God so that you can get wisdom in our understanding. Now he's saying here, draw nigh to me, submit yourselves to me. And as you do this, he said, be afflicted, get ready to be afflicted. You know why? Because the other side of this, he said, many are the afflictions, are the righteous. But God, he said, I'm going to deliver you out of them all. And I'm going to deliver you into a large place. I'm going to deliver you and you're going to be moving, progressing towards your opportunity. But expect this. But see, people, they they're just they want to have a party and have a good time. They want to see it right now. They don't want to go through no morning. But he's telling you what it is. So, you know, if you're in that place right now, you need to be rejoicing and just stay at the table. Amen. Stay at the table and sup with God. He said, I sup with you. I talk to you. I have a feast with you. When you come to the table and don't don't miss it. Go to the table. Don't, don't miss it with unauthorized stuff. Don't miss it with disobedience. Don't miss it. Well, well, sin. I'm going to just practice sin this one time so I can make this money. No, don't do it. And so as you stay true to his word, he said, you know, you can, you draw nigh to me. Amen. He said, cleanse your hands. This is the way you keep your hands clean. This is how you, 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 you get rid of that double-minded, that double-mindedness. You know, and all that two-facedness. You just all over the place. You know, you just went from one person to the other person. You just the people pleaser. Amen. And while you people pleasing, you end up being two-faced too. All right. And you get rid of the double-mindedness and the two-facedness. All of that. Amen. When you draw nigh to God, he's going to draw nigh to you. He's going to teach you how to be a friend. Because he's a friend that stick closer than any brother. He's going to teach you how to be a friend. He's going to teach you how to love yourself and be a friend. It says, be afflicted. 
and mourn and weep. These are the things he said you need to be willing to do this. Let your laughter, are you listening to this? See, you see, you need to stop. Come on, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. But do you hear about his word? He said, be prepared for this. Let your, he said, let your laughter. You laughed and then you, you're having a good time. But he said, let your laughter be turned to mourning. I haven't heard anyone preach this, but Debbie's preaching it. This is the authentic word of God. And your joy to heaviness. He said, when it turned, just be okay. Just let patience have her perfect work. Because I'm going to feast with you. I'm going to share some stuff with you. Okay? I'm going to prepare you for opportunity. Amen. Finally, speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother, speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judges another? Okay, we'll end on that note right there. Okay, so do these things. Be encouraged. Let's do the book. Take action. And and be willing to go through difficulty. To be in an uncomfortable place. You know. Suffer a little affliction. Amen. Go through a little mourning and a little heaviness. It's going to be all right. God's going to, you know, progress you on over to the other side. Amen. You're going to meet opportunity. Glory to God. And you're going to have success. He said, I want you to be successful. I want you to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. So these are the things that we must do. So, Amen. Until next time, I love you. Amen. Stay in this word. Meditate in the word day and night. And watch how God make us successful. Do this and don't miss it. Okay? Thank you so much for spending time with us here at Divine Intervention with Debbie Jones Ministries. Indeed, it is a delight to be able to serve you the Word of God. So we are so encouraged that you choose to spend time with us to be fed. Yes, the Word of God. And indeed, if this message was inspiring to you, we encourage you to give of your love, our friends. Amen. The Bible encourages us to, you know, share of our spiritual things. And, and as you have received impartation, share with us your substance, your financial substance. Amen. Your your love offerings. And we greatly, amen, receive and, 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 and we're delighted again that you chose to spend time here with us here at Divine Intervention. Uh, furthermore, if you're interested in partnering with us, please click on the link below, give of your love offering, and we'll be able to uh, correspond with you based on the information that's given. Until next time, I love you and have a beautiful day. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to end this podcast with this message. It's going to be on every podcast because indeed the Holy Spirit, he awakened me. He let me know 
the strategic plan, the lie that devils they're preparing to set up right now. And so he said, I want you to uh, make an announcement to the people about uh, what has actually taken place during this public demonstration and, uh, and, and your connections, uh, the connections that you made. I want you to put out the connections that you made with people, but it was only through voice calling. And so uh, I haven't met anyone, basically. That's what I want to let you know. Uh, I've been inside since 2015. Uh, the Holy Spirit called me inside. He let me know that they were doing jail spells, devils in high places, over the people, over the races of people particularly black people, they were doing jail spells. And he said, I want you to come in. And he let me know they were doing jail spells on me. He said, innocent people will be taken to jail. That was uh, the plan. That was the plan that they had. As I come out with the revelation on the walking living dead, the last movement and public demonstration of witchcraft. This, these are the things that Oprah knew about that devil's plan to do a long time ago. They want to take us back to the era of the fifties and sixties times of segregation. Uh, and, and that's what I came out saying. And so that's the intent of the devil. And all these things that we've experienced over the years, particularly during the public demonstration, the devil set this up a long time ago because they were trying to meet and uh, contend with the movement. This revelation of Daniel's, the book of Daniel's, where it declares in, in, in uh, the book of Daniel's, God confirming the weeks with several of his people. Uh, this is the time that God is going to meet the devil, uh, bringing in God's era. The government is going to be on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. God is going to run things around here. And so the devils, they were upset and they were angry. And this is what uh, they prepared to do to contend with the movement, to basically shut the movement down. So I had to come on the inside, 2015. And uh, I've been in, and it's been, yes, actually captivity inside he said, I don't want you to even go outside to the mailbox because you got devils. You got ghosts. They're 24 hours looking at us as we are going in and out. And so I discovered just how bad it was when the Lord allowed me to go out and take care of some business. Um, only one time that was after the fact, God, he said, I want you to make a connection with Diddy Cones. And that was only through voice calling and, and I. And, 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 um, so I, I made a connection with him. He said, I want you to allow him to represent the ministry. And that's exactly what I did. And after the fact, the Holy Ghost let me know, uh, Diddy Combs, his true intentions. Okay. And that was after they had collected donations, the Lord let me know that he never had good intentions, but it was working out for my good. And so at any rate, their intentions were to uh, basically take the donation, take my identity. They wanted to kill me, take my body, steal my body. This, These are the acts of the walking living dead. This is what the ghost man alliance, the synagogue of Satan. This is what they've been doing for a very long time. And, um, so this 
was their plan. So this is the reason why I had to come in. And as the donations grew, yes, it became even more hostile. And they wanted to do a lot of various things from uh, just kidnapping, rape, all of these things. And so God, he told me, I want you to come in and you stay in. But 2015, at that time, that was before the donation. He said that they were doing jail still jail spells and um and he called me in and the first person that went to jail was that young lady, Sandra. I can't think of her last name, but she went to jail as a result of just driving through Texas and the cop stopped her and she ended up going to jail and actually dying in jail. And I believe her family got a reward for her death because she died and so many others during that period, they died. And so these are the acts of the walking, living dead. And they were acts of violence against black people, particularly because of this movement. Okay. And so, um, at any rate, I want you to know that I have absolute, absolutely have, I have had any contact with absolutely anyone. The Holy Ghost let me know there were people working for me. They're working uh, behind the scene, knowing that I have funds to pay investigators, private investigators, to uh, for the work that they found, for the work to support uh, the injustice, basically that I've gone through. Okay, and so um, he let me know. Yes, a, a number of people are involved. The FBI. Um, and I believe that, you know, this is a challenging movement and uh, it's based on the power of God. You know, the power that the FBI, they don't have really. And so I have to follow God's strategic plan to get the results that that the Bible says that we're going to have. And so um, it's only so much that the FBI can do. Uh, but I have to follow God's strategic plan. And so that's what I've been doing. But nevertheless, the Holy Ghost said, a lot of people are working for you. A lot of people they've given and they're working behind the scenes. And so that's why even when you go through various things, there's so much you can do. And so your part is to continue to declare God's word. As you speak God's word, you are giving power to the angels of God to go and do the work. And, and, and they're instructing various people to do stuff for you until God bring you out. Okay. That you're encompassed by angels and they're working for you. When you work the word, they're working for you, making connection with people. And, uh, that's why stuff just happens. You know, you meet the right people at the right time. So I want you to know that I have absolutely had no contact with absolutely anyone since 2015. I'm here with my loved ones. My sister, she can confirm that. I haven't had any contact. I haven't even seen Diddy Combs. All right. It was through voice calling that, yes. We made a connection and I allowed him over WhatsApp talking to the people that that are following me. I have a lot of people that are following me. They set that up. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg illegally, uh, my privacy invaded. So I said, well, I just use this as an opportunity. You know, they had a lot of people following me on my WhatsApp and they're still following me. And 
they set that up so that the people would give. And so they knew people would give. Did he set himself up to represent, but it was only to get to a lot of people to give because my testimony is true. I got journals from Oprah Winfrey who is dead. It is true, valid. And so they knew that that would that would get a lot of people's attention and they would indeed follow. And you have given, and I thank so many of you who have given to this ministry. But yes, it was a setup. And now did he has become a ghost. Okay. And so uh I just want you to be clear. That there are a number of people that are working for me, but I have not met absolutely anyone. The devil is a lie. And so me and Curry, uh, we haven't even made a connection. I've been interceding for him. He could have died several times, and he is alive because of this ministry. And you can hear our testimony online at my website. And so whatever lie they've set up saying that, uh, I've met some people. This is what the Holy Ghost is saying that they've set up a lie saying you've met this person and that person. Well, that is absolutely untrue. Repeat, absolutely, absolutely untrue. Okay, and you make sure you spread that word because the devil is a lie and they're setting it up for a reason. And this is what they do. This is what they've done to Bill Cosby. And a lie is a it's a wicked device and it it can bring uh a wicked device to pass, but God, he's able to deliver. And they put, yes, Bill Cosby in prison. And I want you to know all of that, that this situation started with Bill Cosby with, I believe, Donald Trump. They had it out, yes, years ago uh, when Donald Trump was saying, I'm going to run for president. He was like, I don't want to hear all about that. And Bill Cosby been in trouble since. All right. He's been in trouble even, you know, just having an interest. Um, and just taking it to another level in media, portraying black people in a positive manner. The devils don't like it. And so he's been in trouble for a long time and his children didn't accidentally die. It's witchcraft. Okay. So he's been in trouble for a very long time. So, um, the Lord, he told me, I want you to take up for him. And I did. Okay, and it has gone to this degree where this man has been put in captivity. But God, he said that he would turn it around. They've lied on R. Kelly as well. Okay, this is what they do. And so can you imagine people? They look like you and me, but they can actually go up and testify. This man did this to me, but they are ghosts. You got to realize they are ghosts. And this is what they do. And they've been doing it for generations. They are the, they are the source of discord. All right. And so if you want to, you know, just understand the nature of a ghost, you need to read Second Peter's two, Second Peter's two, chapter two, that whole chapter. And, you know, I know you see some of the stars, they've fallen into this category, uh, but I'm telling you, they've walk in this way. Um, they've opened doors and some people have just participated in, in this type of behavior. Okay. And if you're burning unauthorized, it's going to pull you on that pathway. And then other people can really cause you to be a ghost when they target that ghost fire and they put it on you. They are putting sin on you. 
And the more darkness that's surrounding you, you got those entities, familiar spirit, you are turning to a ghost. And so these characteristics will follow basically the characteristics that we've seen in the over office, Donald Trump himself, uh, the various things that they've said, the number of women that he has, he has exploited and still he was not put in jail, but they're going to set up a lot and put Bill Cosby in jail. Okay. So, uh, it started with the argument that they had a long time ago, you know, because the word out, the word was out. You don't mess with Donald Trump. And we didn't know he was a ghost then. And so, yes, it stems way back from then. Go check that out online and look at Donald Trump. He's free, accused of the same thing. He's free, but Bill Cosby's put in jail. And so, uh, yeah, I'm not saying, uh, I don't know the, the, the various testimonies, but God, he let me know they will set people up to lie on you. They'll stir them up to tell a lie. They'll put witchcraft on you to tell a lie. And so that's why I, I follow the spirit of God, uh, as it relates to the various, the various cases on different people, but God came out before he went to jail. He said, I want you to take up for this man and R. Kelly. So this is what they do. The their nature, uh, it says particularly here, I like what it says here. It says um, how they roll and many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And so they're going to speak evil of the way of truth. They're going to come against people that are in the way of truth. And so this is what they do. They'll put out a lie on you. All right. Those people that are in the way of truth. That's a fact. They're perverted. Okay. Sexual perversion. That will follow. Okay. All the, the communication about Donald Trump, what he participated in in other countries. It is true. Sexual perversion is going to follow witchcraft, period. I mean, you can start trying to have to be, you know, like a lot of people, they're burning and they don't realize that they're burning unauthorized fire and they're trying to, they're, I'm a virgin. But if you keep burning it, it's going to catch up with you. Sexual perversion will catch up and the devil's going to automatically cause you to be in a perverted act. That's when you burn unauthorized. So I just want to end on that note, let you know that indeed, yes, Debbie Jones I have absolutely had no contact with absolutely, absolutely anyone in the high places, anyone, period. I've been on the inside, my family members only. So repeat after me. Debbie has been inside since 2015, came out two days, probably two days, um, 2019. That's after they had collected donations with Diddy Combs. Then God brought me back in. I thought I would be out indefinitely. He said, no, you got to come back in, sister girl, because they want to kill you. They want to take your body like they did um, um, Oprah Winfrey, her friend, Gail King, and Chris Rock. That is not Gail King. That is not Chris Rock. They are dead. And so this is what they do. Okay. And so I just want to make it very clear and plain. Debbie has, 
I haven't had any contact with absolutely anyone. This has been very trying to be in captivity all of this time. This has been required of me because of the movement, required of me because of uh, all the donations that God, he let me know that would be collected. It's a, it's a sign of who I am. And so he said, angels, they're going to encompass me as I come out. And so we're going to see a demonstration of that. Okay. And so you know who I am because the signs are following. And so when the signs follow, you know who I am. I'm a, a ambassador for Jesus Christ. And so, uh, yeah, devils, they turn to ghosts. But ambassadors for Jesus Christ, amen. We wait on God. He said he's going to come back and we get our new bodies. Amen. But devils, they are ghosts. The, the, all the evil characteristics that are called out in second Peter's, that's the description of those people on the ghost side. Okay. They've been involved in sexual per perverted acts from incest to, um, uh, sleeping with animals. As a matter of fact, all that is going to follow in their nature. They're they commit acts of covetousness. They always wanted somebody else's stuff. Okay, they're still. They're full of discord. They cause riots. And these what devils have done throughout the public demonstration of witchcraft. I called it out. Okay, we've gone through stuff we never experienced with Donald Trump in office. The riot at the White House. Glory to God. All right, so I'm going to end on that note. And uh, yes, make sure you spread that word because the devil, the devils, they are liars. Okay. They're setting up a lie and God is calling out, calling it out right now. We're going to pull that lie down right now in the name of Jesus.